You're listening to Tim Pod Radio. I'm Nicole from Night Owl Designs, and you can find me at shopnightowldesigns.com. The Original Sin, Episode 1, Pay Chance, Opening Sunday Thoughts, written by Brian C. Williams, narrated by Debs Wardle. About a month ago, they passed a new law, and for once, this law benefited someone, namely me. The law declared that all patients, for possible legal reasons, must be tracked by cameras that are set throughout all medical buildings, from the time they enter the building until they exit into the parking lot. Before this job, I didn't know there were so many rules you had to follow in a hospital. Yes, I knew stuff like spitting on the floor or visiting off-limits areas, but it's red tape after red tape. Rule after rule for everyone from doctors to janitors. One of my duties at Stendless Memorial Hospital, besides tracking by camera and uploading the video files and charts for public records, one of my other responsibilities is also to make live handwritten notes that must then be scanned and placed also with the video records of each patient's visit. Been at this for six months and it's the same things week after week. Pretty boring but it pays the bills. Plus, I keep two sets of notes. One is what I write as things are happening. The other is an edited version, which is what I scan and turn in. These people would go nuts if they ever read what I originally write, but that's for my untraceable hidden blog. The French eat this shit up reading about what's going on here. Every time I post a new entry, bam, There goes my visits and up go my ad rates. Help pay some more bills. When people first come into the hospital and register at the front desk, I have a template to get me through the bore of those first steps. I used to write in my personal copies, making fun of people's looks and such, but that even got boring after a few weeks. Patient AB268DGE7778 Registers and re-enters waiting area. Computer systems estimate a 16-minute wait time. Patient AB268DGE7778 is escorted to waiting room by a safety guard. I think that was Josh. He is a damn good guard. Dr. Franklin enters and they begin to talk over procedures. There goes another one. Patient AB268DGE7778 has become violent. This being a federally funded hospital, as all are now, the law states clearly that once she resisted, or resistance is violence, 
The moment she became violent, they had to go into course of action. They had to use force. They went into a, this is what we practiced shuffle that they have to follow under law. And under law means follow no matter what. I know this. I've had my pay docked for not leaving my work area clean for the next shift. The people who set all of these laws and procedures into effect went straight down one side in the voting booths. It's like they all went on a political eloping from reality to what these changes would all lead to. The new pot laws really piss me off. But now the law is the law. The law of the land isn't a field but a cemented road. Safety guards were called into the waiting room where the situation was taking place. In their state-supplied red uniforms with clear plastic face coverings to conceal their identities, though I'd lay a bet Josh is on shift, these safety guards were there to provide an atmosphere of safety for everyone. A safety guard sits outside my video monitoring room at all times also. Usually some old guy. Why? I sure don't know. Maybe they think I'm going to take something home to whack off to. The patient had started screaming and punching when the doctor told her what had to happen before they could proceed. But by the letter of the law, once she signed the paperwork at the front desk, the paperwork of inquiry as the letter of the law calls it, once that happened, everything had to proceed until the end point. It's called the no going back rule. This one sure is strong. It took four safety guards, one on each arm and leg, to take her from the waiting room to the procedure room. It wasn't that out of the ordinary for something like this to happen, so the screaming, the falling of objects off tables, the shouts of desperation and fear equals normal. Shit, 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 I recognise her. She's on my Call of Duty team. Her recent Call of Duty diet must have left her weaker than normal. I heard from a friend she kicked the shit out of her boyfriend once for playing while she was BRB. Then again, who plans for this? I mean, she obviously should have thought things through better, but shit. Now who are we going to get to be our team sharpshooter? Right before they got into the viewing and procedure room, the patient pulled her feet loose from the grip of two of the guards, but after one wrapped his arm around her throat, they just dragged her the last few feet into the room so her getting loose didn't hold things up too much. Everyone is running on procedure, so she isn't making this any better for herself. A nurse went back as the door was shutting. She was collecting the patient's shoes and stuff that spilled from her purse that trailed down the hallway. She would hate for anything to get damaged, lost or God forbid stolen. She is going to get written up for that. She's supposed to be with the patient at all times. Nothing new. This sort of thing happens all the time now. A nurse here or there just does something stupid like that. Her first sensation when dragged into the room was probably a smell of microwave popcorn. I saw Dr. Wall going in there earlier for a quick out-of-sight snack. Dumbass, I was watching. Now I'm reporting. To me, she looks a lot more confused than the fear most of my sight readers tell me about. Hmm. It shouldn't just appear that they were prepared for this type of thing to happen. It has happened enough times for them to be fully prepared for what might happen and be very good at handling it. Besides that fucking new nurse. 
The fact is, this is mild compared to other things I've recorded. Some people totally lose their shit and they have to unleash the safety guards in full force. That happening every so often keeps them in shape, so it's a win-win. People say our lives had been pulled into this. We had given into it. And not even the concern troll was in sight, if someone was looking for it. I'm no political chameleon during the elections, but bills have to be paid. But to be fair, I don't think any of us pictured this as being an event in our career trajectories when we were downing car bombs and popping child rape drugs. There's only so much you can learn on the Patriot Bill. Go army. It took all the strength the four safety guards had to push her down into the procedure chair and then they exhausted their remaining strength to get her strapped down. Their thoughts probably turned quickly to who had the next duty at the $5 ER. The $5 ER sucks ass. I am happy I didn't get hired into that department. It's all dying babies, sick that should have just stayed home and dripping gunshot wounds. The doctor stopped the patient screaming with a small oxygen mask. That usually works. The angry words that are turned into pleading were now just a muffled noise between deep breaths behind thin plastic. You would think they would give her a sedative with her being in this state, but the law stated otherwise. The law declared she had to be fully aware of what was happening, fully conscious of what was going on. The doctor let the safety guards go, which left only himself, one nurse and one technician in the procedure room with the patient. The law affirmed the only people and the number of people who could be in the room to make the situation as comfortable as possible for the patient. The doctor spends a few minutes reviewing her chart. Now I'll start adding in what I hear them say. By law, they aren't supposed to say anything and remain silent, but they all have big mouths. Just calm down. Panic helps no one. We aren't any more happy about doing this than you are, so let's just get through it. When finished with his dialogue, he nodded to the technician. The technician pulled the sonogram machine close to the procedure chair. She looked the patient straight in the eye and smiled. Damn, that was creepy. Don't worry, I do this all the time. I get fucked in the ass all the time, still don't want that thing going up in me. The technician calmly started rubbing lube all over a long probe. The patient's eyes were dancing around as the doctor helped the technician move the machine's monitor in front of the chair. Her eyes looked like a puppy in a new house. The nurse jacked the chair back a bit, moved the front up a little, then slowly cranked the leg restraints apart. Each peg cranked echoed in the sterile room, though not so sterile with that popcorn smell. The law required the procedure room to only contain what was needed. It's to be only used for this procedure and nothing else. The idiots who violate that are stupid. It's like a $17,000 fine. It's also soundproof to protect the woman's privacy. The technician handed the probe to the nurse who inserted it. She's trying to bite at the oxygen mask because she was running out of ways to fight. Damn, we are going to miss that aggression on our team. Now, look for a full five minutes at the monitor and it will all be over. 
the law states it has to be a full five minutes. They are supposed to tell her this before entering the procedure room. She tried turning her head to the side, but the doctor grabbed her face and held it so it's facing forward in line with the monitor. A lot of people have a thing that kicks in when someone puts their hands on their face. It's called alien hand syndrome. I looked that up online after Joy on First Shift told me about it. It's when your body feels with so much rage, and if you can't get away from the contact, the rage turns internal to self-hatred, and you start to believe that the hand touching you is your own because you can destroy yourself from within, even if outside there isn't any more fight for you to have. His fingers push into her cheeks and her hatred dives inside. Stop struggling. You have to face forward, but you can always avert your eyes. I think this is a bunch of bullshit. Got an email I have to work a double shift tomorrow. Fuck! Valiant comics? Do you miss Magnus meeting up with Fry? Do you remember when Solar was doing uh, adult things with EXO? Well, okay, no, that didn't happen. But you just never know what could have happened in the Valiant book in those days. From issue to issue, it was the best comics company going. So, if you've ever dreamed in Barry Windsor Smith pencils, you might just want to check this out. I wish I was brave on Tin Pod Radio. 